Welcome back to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. A final chance to meet Santa in Missouri, and a reindeer will be chosen from Missouri to help lead Santa sleigh on his big night of travel. We'll talk with the folks at Prescott Reindeer Farm. Returning items to retailers is going to cost you extra this holiday season. We'll talk with Kimberly Palmer from NerdWallet. There was a decision this past legislative session to spend roughly $2.8 billion to expand I-70 to six lanes. There is also demand for work on I-44. Marshall Griffin is with MoDOT Director Patrick McKenna to discuss the timeline to begin the expansion on I-70 and what is already in the works for 44. Our team is working really hard. They're working with the private sector. We've got good competition. Our first project uh, is going to be <clears throat> the uh, interchange at 63 and 70 in Columbia, headed east to Kingdom City, that interchange of 54 and 70 and in all parts in between, so about a 19-mile project. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have um, – we're going to bring before the Missouri Highway and Transportation Commission uh, at the February meeting, which is going to be the middle of the month. Uh, we anticipate bringing the, um, uh, the construction uh, contract to them. As the result of the competition, we're going through design-build competition right now with some great um, teams from the private sector that are competing uh, to win this to win this work. So we're very excited about that. So um, as soon as that happens, we'll go through a period where we have to get the um, contract ratified between between us and the winning bidder, and um, and then they'll be off and running. You'll see construction going on this summer. Well, is. Why is uh, why is there not any federal infrastructure law funding being used on this expansion? Well, <clears throat> when um, when the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act uh, was passed, we were ready for that. Fortunately, the the state again leadership of the governor and the General Assembly um, passing SB two sixty two made um, state funding available to be able to match the increase in federal funds um, and. Uh, in our 2023 to 2027 statewide transportation improvement program, we planned for all of the revenue um, that is allocated to Missouri, uh, and we funded projects, 1,803 of them. Now, we've already completed about 500 of those projects, so we're trucking right along. You, you, you only pull as much federal money as is available, and it was really important to the commission and the governor in that first round in planning for the resources that were made available for the first time in decades, the, an expansion of resources, they wanted to make sure that the uh, impact went all over the state. And those 1,803 projects did just that, allocated to every region of the state. Uh, so there's a lot of preservation work. There's a lot of things that were deferred maintenance, a lot of paving contracts, a lot of bridge work um, on typical roads and bridges all over the state. So that was very important. And, you know, we plan out on a five-year basis. So that was the duration of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. We planned for every penny of that. Now, over the next year, we had, you know, we've had to deal with inflationary pressures. Um, and so we're, we're dealing with that in terms of how many new projects come in over the course of the next several years, we're going we're gonna to deal with that. But that additional investment that was made um, possible by uh, the General Assembly and the governor, um, that's over and above the allocation of federal funds that come to the state. So we're already pulling all the money 
um, from the federal government. And I, I just want to, you know, I, I think a lot of people think we, we send money to the federal government and we don't get as much back in return. Uh, that may have been the case decades ago, but really over the course of the last 10 or 15 years, we've averaged for every dollar we send to the federal government through state, you know, through gas taxes and, and other um, excise fees, we've been pulling back in for well over a decade, on average, about $1.15 to $1.20. Um, so we're getting good value from the federal program, and uh, we're deploying that. We're getting a lot of work done as a result. But we can only go up as high as what's authorized and allocated to the state. And uh, so this really unique investment um, in I-70 is primarily state-funded, although what I will say is if you look at all the work that we've been doing on I-70, so if you consider Roadport Bridge, we got an $81 million grant, but the rest of that is 80-20 money. Um, the work that we're doing over on the Buck O'Neill Bridge, which has a critical connection to I-70, uh, we've got a very substantial amount of work coming over in the Kansas City area uh, between 470 and, 4, uh, and, and 435. We've done a lot of work in the St. Louis area, um, just just completed ribbon cutting uh, this week with I-270. So all told, um, we have about $2 billion worth of um, federally funded uh, work on the I-70 corridor and the related corridors that feed into it or from it. Um, so we're pulling a lot of federal money into that, probably about a billion and a half dollars just on the, that work in the last three to five years alone. So we are pulling a lot of money from the federal government onto I-70, but the, the widening, this um, Blue Springs to Wentzville widening is, is funded um, by by general revenue uh, that was available, and uh, we're we're very excited about that. Just in a nutshell, make sure that I heard and, and picked up the message correctly. As far as the actual uh, federal infrastructure money, that was already appropriated out even bef- uh, before uh, this uh, the la- this past year's decision to expand I seventy. So that money had already been earmarked and or spent. So am I, am I getting that right? Yeah, about 20% of it's spent, the rest of it committed to uh, construction projects. We plan out a five-year capital program, and it's updated every year. So it's a rolling five-year plan. And, you know, we even before that federal bill was passed, we always anticipate at least level funding from the federal government so that we can plan projects. And what we do is, you know, our statewide transportation improvement program, people look at it and say, oh, these projects are funded. Well, they're funded to the extent that the anticipated revenue that we've planned on comes in. And so, um, you know, we have to receive that revenue every year. And that's what funds the projects that we do. But we have to plan for them, you know, years in advance or you don't get the project development work done. The things like, you know, securing right away, um, dealing with utility relocation, uh, environmental permitting. Uh, and, and environmental permitting is, is more than just the env- – it's, it's about the environment surrounding the project and, and the characteristics of that. It's, it's not like – Green New Deal stuff. It, it's a combination of managing the impacts um, to the to the planned or existing environment. We have to plan for drainage. We have to um, understand how this is going to affect the communities that we serve, the local businesses and landowners, all of those things. And those take time. 
And if we have a good plan and a, and a steady source of funding, we can make a lot of progress because we bundle a lot of things and move them through on a almost like a conveyor belt, if you will. You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin. We're speaking with the director of MoDOT's Patrick McKenna. Of course, we've been talking about I-70, but there are also some lawmakers who want to see some improvements or expansion of I-44, uh, in part uh, because it goes through more rural areas where uh, some of where there's more access to farmlands in a different part of the state, and also because it is Missouri's longest interstate. Uh, any uh, are there any federal dollars or any state dollars uh, that you know that are already earmarked making I-44 improvements? Well, we're, we're doing it right now. We have a bridge bundle we're working on. Um, right now, there's constantly asset management going on along the corridor, and that's just keeping the, the overpasses and interchanges and, and surface conditions uh, the way that will. So we have quite a lot of money in our, in our funded plan going to that quarter, not for expansion of the quarter. Um, but um, that that discussion is also something that, I'm, you know, we're certainly um, hearing a lot of that feedback. Um, and, you know, part of it uh, is looking at uh, the significance of growth in traffic, particularly freight traffic, the tonnage, very significant. Um, I, I'd say, you know, I-44 is probably growing faster than the freight volume along I-70, but it, it's still kind of second in nature to to the total volume that we see on I-70, and it's a newer um, facility. It's newer than I-70, and that's where uh, a lot of the needs on I-70, you know, kind of came up before that. We, we also have a major project going on on I-55 that just got led a couple months ago by the commission over a $250 million improvement in Jefferson County. Um, we know we have improvements that are gonna need to be made further south on 55 in the coming years, and uh, certainly I-35 and, and 29 um, and, and 49. Uh, so, you know, th- these were not all built at the same time. They were built um, in sequence over decades, and they come due for uh, replenishment. Um, you know, sequentially as well. So, um, you know, I, I think uh, if you live and work along I-44, that's a lot more important to you than the improvements on I-70. That's a reasonable, um, you know, we, we understand that. Uh, and, you know, if we are able to sustain the level of funding that we're at, we're going to be able to continue to move through these major um, improvements. Uh, and, and we're really... Um, pleased that that this level of discussion is going on. We created uh, at the commission's urging several years ago what we call an unfunded needs document. Uh, And this has really, really helped us um, identify at the project level a lot of the needs that are are existing funding weren't meeting. Um, And so it it creates almost like an on-deck list, if you you will. And we've seen a lot of engagement from legislators, uh, policymakers, and communities in that process. We go through a local planning process to identify those projects as well. And to the extent that funding is available, we, we slide it over into our funded um, into our funded plan. And since we've done that process, uh, it's about four years old now, we've now, including the I-70 project, um, have moved uh, over $5 billion from what wasn't previously funded now into the funded plan that we're getting the work and the planning underway for.